Ah, welcome back to the American Aces NFL podcast. I'm joined by my great mate Rory Atkins. We just we just managed to get these done, don't we, Rat? You're you know you're at weddings. I'm just getting uh, home from Derby Day, and here we are on a Sunday, about to just rip into week eight of the NFL. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, yeah, not much can stop us at the minute. So looking forward to knocking another one out. It's a bit of a uh, last week was tough. We had a, we had you know Minnesota Vikings on by Buffalo Bills, Philadelphia, um, and then we had Detroit as well. I think it was Detroit, but they're all high-scoring teams. Now, they're all back and they're fresh, so I'm really excited for week eight, mate. I'm very excited. I think we should start with, you know, letting everyone know who is on by this week so that uh, everyone out there knows with their fantasy teams who to stay out of it. But while before I get into the NFL, mate, how are you? What have you been up to? Good, mate. Currently in Adelaide. Uh, my partner, Georgia's friend, got married, so... Uh... <laughs> made my way out to there, stood around like a spare you-know-what, but it was a good day. Uh, everyone, everyone had a good day and, um, yeah, recovering a bit today. Good fun, the weddings? Good, mate. Yeah, it was good. Good to get back to the old the old city of churches, the old promised land of Adelaide. Um, it's been good to catch up with everyone. Love it, mate. Well, we'll get into it. The NFL Week 8 is coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. The teams on by this week are the Chargers and the Chiefs. The Chargers have got a few injuries there, right? Which we'll talk about another time. And the Chiefs are humming. They've just done another little trade there. Get themselves some more speed at wide receiver. Now, let's rip right in. And we'll start with the Ravens-Buccaneers. What were your takeaways from that game, mate? The main one was father time, maybe catching up with the great one, mate. I want to see him dominating. But the Ravens got it done. They just had to get it done. And any time you can knock off Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, uh, it's a good win. Oh, spot on. I thought the Ravens were good. Their run game looked strong. They were pass-heavy first half. They had a strong plan with that banged-up secondary of the Bucs. And like you said, Tom Brady looks a bit tired. And I don't think they're done just yet, but, geez, they're not far off, are they? Uh, Julio Jones was back. He looked a bit proppy, but got the touchdown late, which is, um, which is good to see. Great to see, actually. Love seeing him. Yeah, I think they'll turn it around, but it's just a matter of when. The division's quite weak. In fact, I think I read a stat the other day that I, this this Carolina and Atlanta, they're going to play each other this week. Whoever wins goes to the top of the division. Can you believe that? You wouldn't have thought that at the start of the year, mate, especially with the Bucks in that. Nah, not halfway or whatever we are. So anyway, let's start. Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jags at the Jags. Big game. How do you see this playing out? It's at Wembley, so they are playing in another country there. They're playing in uh, England, so... Sorry, you're Yeah, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, that's at Wembley, so that's actually early... Oh, well, early there. Uh, that, that's on tonight, so I think that's at 11.30pm here. That's Adelaide time. Mm. I, like the, I like the Jags here. I, I'm still not convinced on the Broncos. We obviously know Russ. Russ isn't in. How many more weeks? Do you know how many more weeks he's out for? I think it's a couple more. Um, I'll just have a look. It just says right now, Russell Wilson to start Sunday in London. So he's back. He's playing. He's playing. Okay. Because Ripien looked shocking under center. He had 220 odd yards and one pick. There's not much to, as we said before, uh, Ripien actually managed to find Jerry Judy. He went for 96 yards. That's more than what Russ has been getting out of him. Uh, and I'm just going to take a Jags. I'm- yeah. Easy on the blowing on the phone there, mate. Our listeners are just... Um, 
Yes, no, I'm with you. I can't have Russell Wilson in the Broncos. I mean, I, lo- I used to love Russell, but I don't know what's going on. I love Jerry Judy, as you know. And uh, But I tra- it's all about Travis Etienne now that Robinson's gone. He's he's on fire the last few weeks, mate. We're talking 71 rush yards in week five, 86 in week six, 114 in week seven. And he had, a, you know, he gets a few rece- receptions here and there as well. He is turning into a machine. I think keep your eyes on that. But, mate, stay away. Everyone having a bet or fantasy, it's very difficult when you're playing that Denver Broncos defense. So I'll be tipping the Jags um, just because I, I've had enough of Broncos. I've told everyone, no more Broncos for me. Righto. Carolina Panthers taking on Atlanta at Atlanta. Now, the Falcons, they're going all right. They're going all right. The three and four Falcons, as I said, they win this, they go to the top. What's your tip and who are the players to watch, right? I like Atlanta here. Uh, Carolina did upset the Bucks uh, the week prior. I just, I was still not convinced on that. PJ Walker looked good last time, last start, threw for two touchdowns. But I just really like Atlanta's Atlanta's run game. We touched on it before. Huntley, Mariota, Algie, all three guys can use their legs. Not too much in the receiving game at the minute. I want to see a bit more out of Drake London. He was their first pick in last year's draft. But I'm going to go the Falcons. Love it. It's a bit hard to get anyone with a receiver like Pitts in London. Look at the last four weeks. Mariota hasn't thrown for more than 150 yards. 139, 147, 129, 124. So it's a very difficult spot for fantasy owners. I'll be tipping Atlanta as well. And I'm really enjoying watching your man, Tyler Algier. Is that how you say his last name, right? Yeah, Algier, yeah. He's, um, he's been good. He's building. And I know you gave your tip out, but he's gone... 51 yards and 50 the last two. His line's about 61 this week. He's building nicely. So if they can get on top early, it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, Atlanta for me, I really love seeing DJ Moore get a touchdown last week. Like finally, he gets a bit of work, uh, goes for 69 yards, has seven catches. But, you know, PJ Walker's just just going to keep feeding the ball because we, we, he's such a superstar and he's, he's just stuck at a real average offense at the moment. So... Good luck to him for the rest of the season. We'll keep moving through the games. Your boys, the Bears, the Chicago Bears, what a performance last week on the road, are taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. This is obviously a nice dome game. We love a stadium where there's no weather involved. Let's be quite, you know, quick here. I would have thought the Dallas easy. What do you think, mate? I know you're passionate about the Bears. I was very impressed with how they played last week against the Patriots. I thought they would have schemed on something to stop Justin Fields. Uh, but I'm going to take Dallas. Uh, Prescott blew the cobwebs off last week. No Zeke, it seems like, this week. But they have a great backup in Pollard. And I reckon they'll just start to get cooking quite nicely. So Dallas at home for mine. Yep. And Ze- yeah, for those wondering, Zeke's uh, he's officially listed as doubtful due to a knee injury uh, last week. Got really banged up. <laughs> And uh, cost the train a bit of a multi for three yards. <laughs> so I, I remember that one. But I'm actually, if he's out, then that's great for Pollard. If you got him in fantasy, fire him up. And you're also going to have a little bet, which I will be. I'll be waiting to see what that situation is. But Pollard, his last three games, 86 yards, 44 and 83. You'd think he's going to get double the workload, which he can, you know, he's more than capable of doing. He'll be a great play the way Dallas are playing, especially with Dak just coming back. They're still trying to ease him in. One player to note, Gallup did not 
get a touch last week. It felt like the train's last game of AFL. He didn't get a touch <laughs> of Mickey Gallup. So, you know, quite scary actually because that comes back and he just fed the ball everywhere. But CD got 70 yards, which is great. Um, but, you know, Mickey Gallup, well, I thought he was one of his favourites. So just keep your eye on that. He does tend to go to Dalton Schultz a lot, and he did last week. He hurt himself again, but he says he's expected to play this week. So monitor that one. But I think Pollard is the play of the day in that one, and it'll be Cowboys for me, right? We'll move through to the next one where you got the Miami Dolphins that are four and three taking on the Detroit Lions. One and five. This one's in Detroit. Again, another stadium dome game. We love them. Roof over our heads. No weather impacted. We want high scoring. Uh, very ugly game the other day with Miami. They started like on fire with Pittsburgh and then they slowed right up. You go, mate. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I think Miami win, but then it does take into my account. I've got my bet of the week in this game here, Tommy. So as you mentioned, Dome, two high scoring teams. Amamra St. Brown for the Lions last week sat out halfway through the first onwards due to a head knock and he didn't get brought back on. They get DeAndre Swift back. So he's missed a month with a niggling shoulder. So I really like Detroit just can't stop anyone from getting in the end zone. I really like their offense when everyone's back and they've got a full outfit, which they do now. So I think Miami win. But I reckon it's going to be a very high-scoring game. So the total points is 51 and a half. I'm going to take that over and Miami to win. This is a great game for a bet, isn't it? Like 51 and a half, Dome, a team one and five. They've got nothing to lose. Miami, all their weapons are back. Tua looked pretty good last week. He goes to Hill Waddle pretty much the whole time. It's a fantastic – and then, as you said, Swift's back. Aim on St. Brown. He, he, he's a superstar. He's had a couple of tough weeks with – um. He had, you know, the, almost the fake concussion. He, he wasn't even concussed, but they pulled him off because it's so such a thing at the moment, um, which it should be. But, yeah, they've overdone it last week. So he'll be fresh as a daisy coming into this one. And we know that he had, like, the receptions record there that he, he no longer has due to the um, the game in week five. But, but he, he normally gets six or seven catches every game. So I like what you just said there. And if they're playing from behind or it's close, he'll be getting a lot of the ball with Miami probably trying to stop Swift. I think the play here is um, I'm going to be having a little go at uh, Tyreek Hill. He's drew for a touchdown. I'll be putting in Tommy's tips uh, all up, touchdown multi on at the end. Of, but I, I can't wait to see this game. I'm, the Detroit Lions secondary just gets absolutely smoked. Now, not last week, not last week, but they have been smoked. So I just think this is a perfect game for the cheetah. So Miami Dolphins for me. Arizona Cardinals, three and four, taking on the Minnesota Vikings off the bye. They're five and one, another dome game, which we love. I'll start with this one. I thought Arizona was still average last week. I think we need to remind ourselves, Colin Murray, he's he's not going as well as you think. He had 204 yards, one touchdown. They scored like 40-something points against the Saints, but it's because their defense scored two pick sixes and they did a couple of turnovers where Kyler kind of you know, they were able to get points off it. I, I, he's not playing that well. So I think the Vikings are a great play here. Hopkins uh, is back. So look for him. And a fun fact as well, while I'm on it, Justin Jefferson has not scored a touchdown since week four. We're now going into week eight. He's got three for the year and he had two receiving in the first. So he actually got a rushing touchdown in week four. So since week one, he hasn't had a receiving touchdown rat. So this is a fun fact there. He's gone for 100 and 
He's gone for 100 yards pretty much every game he's played bar two. So he, you know, load up, load up. He'd be my best bet. What do you think uh, What do you is going to happen in this one, mate? Yeah, Minnesota for mine, similar to you. Uh, you were right last week with Hopkins, the only real avenue down the field for them. He, he got going and that's good to see. Him coming back from suspension. Minnesota will be having a little go on Hopkins and Jefferson. About six, recep- six receptions each. You can get that on double there. So I'll be taking that. Yeah, great call. The receptions market's a cracker, isn't it? Not many other markets have that one. It's, uh, and if you don't know about the yards, you know they're going to get the catches. It's a great play. Um, all right, we'll move through them. We're moving through them beautifully here. Love it. And for everyone out there that's wondering, geez, you boys are going so quick. I don't know what you're betting on. Remember, hit the show notes. We've got everything there. You know, Dabble is our, our, our gambling uh, partner. Is that how you say it? Your wagering partner, I should say. They are the best in the business. A bit of banter. You can just copy your mates. You can copy the rat. Tommy's tips, Rory Atkins, head on there. Just follow us. You can literally do no work. You just put your money in, hit copy, wake up in the morning, and hopefully it goes ka-ching, ka-ching, like we have been doing lately, except for last week, which we'll get to in a second. Anyway, Las Vegas taking on the New Orleans Saints. Both teams have only got the two wins. This one's in New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints are giving up points. So I'd imagine there's a lot of points. And Vegas, the man, the myth, the legend, gee whiz, Josh Jacobs. He's had six touchdowns the last three weeks. He's gone for 144, 154, and 143 rushing yards the last three weeks. He is on fire. So fire him up. I think he'll be my best bet and he'll be involved. Rat, who are you tipping in this one? I'm going to go Vegas in a high score, as you said, and you're completely right, mate. Josh Jacobs, I haven't seen a three-week spell like this in a couple of years. It, he's, going, he's killing it. We'll write about Alave. He is uh, bridging, not bridging the gap, he's extending the gap as their wide receiver one. He went for 106 yards last week off seven receptions, but he had a monster 14 targets. I'll be doing Josh Jacobs rushing yards over, Olave receiving yards over into Vegas to win, mate. I love that. And I love the game script. You've gone Vegas to win, which I agree. And then you're going to go, they're going to be playing catch up. So Olave gets all those, you know, cheap yards late. It's a great bet. I'll be copying that one, mate. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's a, you know, they, they, what are they paying there on double? I reckon maybe it's a bit even that game. Uh, so it's a, you can get some good value there. If Vegas can get over the line on the road. And I think they need to as well. They've got, as we know, they've brought in Devontae Adams and paid him. They've got their running back flying. I think Waller's in, Waller says he's questionable for week eight. So stay away from him. He's got that hamstring and I'd imagine he'll miss. Um but that means Devontae Adams is going to be that wide receiver one that's going to cop a lot. And if for anyone out there that wants a reminder, he has had 101 yards in week four, 124 yards in week five. He had a bye, and then he went back for 95 yards against Houston. So he is on fire. Load him up with Josh Jacobs. And it's a very simple game there. We'll keep flying through him, right? I'm loving this. New England taking on New York Jets. The Jets are five and two. New England just lost at home to the Bears. The, the Jets just lost. Um, it's so sad. Oh, he's one of my favorite rookie running backs. Brees Hall, just love the way he goes about it. The poor bastard. He's gone, he's gone down with an ACL. It just kills me saying that. He's, he, was, he was so good to watch. 
which, um, but as you know, one man down and in comes the next. We've got James Robinson that's been traded from the Jags. He's in and the coach has, uh, the, co- the coach wouldn't commit to Robinson suiting up Sunday against the Patriots. So we don't really know what's going to happen in this situation, do we? We've got Carter there, Michael Carter, or we've got Robinson. So it's a real tricky one because the Jets have been real run heavy. But what I will say before you give your tip, Elijah Moore tried to get a trade last week and they I think they gave him a spell um so he's uh he's expected to come back this week and the reason that he'll be I think he'll have a big one right and this is one of my best bets of the week is because his line's like 33 and a half Corey Davis has a knee injury and he's out I reckon load up for Elijah Moore prop bet over in this one my tip the Jets can't have New England they've won enough what do you think mate I like that. I really like that. Uh, that that's a very low line for Moore. He's still a great wide receiver there. New England seems to have stalled. They've got a bit of a quarterback issue there. I was talking last week. I wasn't – I was still a week or two off being convinced on the Jets. But now it's still there with Brees Hall going down. They, they look like they were going great. And they, they are and were. Robinson comes in. We're unsure what's going to happen now. I'm still going to take the Jets. Their defense is – keeping them in games and they're playing really well. I'll take the Jets. But I'm still not too convinced on how far they can go in this season. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think they've got a great coach. They've got a great list, but they're quite young. And as we know, it's a long year. But if they win this, they go six and two. You, you've got to keep notching up those wins. This will be a funny one. Will New England respond? You'd think they would, but they just lost to the Bears at home. Funny one on the New England Patriots while we're here. The QB situation's unique, isn't it? You've got Mac Jones there and and the other fella, um, Bailey Zapp or Zappy. He, he he looked all right last week, but he's he won't start against the Jets. So if it's just a little, just a keep keep your eye on that scenario because it's getting ugly if they both keep playing stinky. And that Zappy looked all right, even though he had a shocking second half. He looked all right, didn't he? That first half when he came on. Yeah, he's a skillful quarterback. He can get the ball downfield, as we saw. Mac, I still think he's getting over that high ankle or syndesmosis uh, sprain, whatever they call it over there. I reckon, I reckon he's still got a bit left in him, Mac. I reckon he can turn it on. Yeah. And the other one is just a running back. Stevenson uh, remains the lead back for the Patriots. So 64 and a half is his line. Uh, look to that. Well, he'll be around it, but um, more goal on there. I think he's starting to get all the... What's he had? He's had three touchdowns the last two weeks. He might slip into my multi. I don't know yet. I don't really like betting on those games. It does, it's a bit of an ugly game, this one. But uh, Elijah Moore, overs, best bet of the week, I reckon. Tried to get a trade. Wouldn't give it to him. Wide receiver, one goes out in Corey Davis. In comes Elijah Moore. They've only got really two to go. If Patriots do rock up, they play from behind or it's even. I think he gets 33 and a half yards with ease. Let's move forward. Pittsburgh, two and five taking on Philly in Philly, the undefeated Philly. The Eagles are flying, 6-0, and off the bye. They're fresh as a daisy. I can't see them losing this one. Rat, tell me. I mean, to be honest, Pittsburgh were very impressive last week, so that it could be a competitive game, but Eagles are just flying, and they're just signing blocks left, right, and center. This is scary. They've got first-round picks for the next few years. This, this team could be unbelievable, Rat. This is a scary time to be involved if you're playing the Philly Eagles it could be if you support them. It's a very good time at the moment. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. I, as I said last week, prior last game they played, I'm 
going with Philly until they give me a reason to go. Otherwise, they did just sign Robert Quinn, who's a great defensive lineman from Chicago. So they just keep adding dogs to their defensive line. They're, they're stacked. And then you see Jalen Hurst make his way into second favourite for the NFL MVP. So they're, they're absolutely flying. Pittsburgh did put up a shot last week against the Dolphins, just wasn't enough. Kenny Pickett starting to look good, a bit more comfortable under centre. But as we said, Philly until give me a reason otherwise. You're right. The player I want to highlight for Pittsburgh, that George Pickens, he's just going to be a star. I just, he's not putting up huge numbers, but he's doing freaky stuff. And I just love watching him. And, you know, he's, he's good to watch. So him on primetime is great. Mate, this is a hard one. Philly do spread the ball around. They've got all these different running backs. Um, but in saying that, Miles Sanders has had three touchdowns in the last three weeks. Four weeks out of bye, but last three games. He didn't have a touchdown against Arizona, but he had three, uh, two and one actually, two in uh, week four and, and one against Dallas. I just think he's not a bad sneaky play for that touchdown game. I think this one... They'll get to goal line and him or Hertz will steal it, but he's been pretty good. So I'll be looking at that one. But right, yeah, as I said, not much of a game this to uh, fire up for Pittsburgh. I think Eagles will win. And I don't know who's going to get the ball. They spread the ball out. You don't know where it's going. They've got so many weapons, whether it goes to Smith or AJ Brown, or they go look to their tight end and, and got it. It's, or they go to the run game. It's really hard. But um, Philly for me, and they go in. I'm sure everyone in, uh, everyone's tipping Philly, no doubt. Now, Tennessee Titans. I think they've won four on the trot, taking on Houston Texans. This one's in Houston. The Tennessee Titans running back, Derek Henry. Not getting much spoken about him, but I'll give you a fun fact. Going for 100 yards, three games in a row. 114, 102, 128. He's had a touchdown in every game except for the last one, pretty much. So he, so he hasn't had a touchdown week one and the last game, but he's pretty much getting him every other game. I think I'll be throwing him in. I'll be throwing him in. He's just on fire, right? How can you tip against the Titans when you've got Derrick Henry there? Who's your tip? Tennessee. Really like what I'm seeing out of Damian Pierce. We've mentioned him the last couple of weeks on the pod, but he's a rookie, another rookie running back. And behind Brees Hall, he's, he's probably favorite for... Uh, rookie offensive rookie of the year. He's gone 92, 99, 131, 80 rushing yards his last four games and three touchdowns in those four games. I really like what I'm seeing out of him. But that's about it for the Texans. Henry looks good. It says Malik Willis is starting here. He is. I was just about to say that Malik Willis will start and make his first NFL start Sunday, which is obviously our Monday morning. And his line's only like 150 passing, which he was quite impressive in the preseason. And he can run the ball as well. Now he looked to his he looked to that rookie wide receiver. I've gone blank. I've got to get his name up here. He's Traylon Burks. Yeah, he's injured, but he was looking at him a lot. So I reckon it might be an interesting game here with Robert Woods. I reckon he might get a bit more work. He's been getting. He hasn't gone over. Well, he had one game of 85, but every other game he hasn't gone over 39 or whatever it is. So. Just keep your eye on that. I reckon Robert Woods could be a good play here. New quarterback, going to put a lot of attention on the run. He does run it. But off play action, I think you might see Robbie Woods get out the back for a big catch. So uh, keep your eye on that one. Um, any prop bets for you, mate, in this one? As you mentioned, uh, Henry last game had 30 attempts. As we said, if they're going to win, Henry 100 yards and a TD. It's quite plain and simple for me in this game. 
You're right. It's the formula. Every game they've won, he's had 85 plus. Every game he's lost, he generally goes down and doesn't get near that 100. So I like it, mate. We won't spend too much time on this one. This could, this could be a good week of betting. There's a lot of easy games on paper. We know NFL's not easy. Uh, it wasn't easy last week. I think I tipped about six and nearly lost me tipping comp <laughs> on that week, mate. I had a stinker. But um, yeah, looking at this, it's actually interesting. We'll keep moving through. Washington are taking on the Colts. Jeez, the Colts have been horrendous. The Colts, this one's at the Colts. It's going to be both teams with three wins. Um, this is the start of the later games. No, it's the second game. Tennessee Titans and Houston will be at 7.05 a.m. Australian Eastern Center time. So we love that. Now, Colts, I wanted to start. They've got rid of Matt Ryan or he's injured or whatever, but they've said Sam Illinger is the starter for the rest of the season. I don't know a lot about this bloke, Rat, and you normally are very good with these blokes. Tell me something about the 2021 six-round pick. What do you know about him, if you know anything? Yeah, he was the quarterback out of Texas, mate. He had, he had a good good last year of college. He slings the ball around a fair bit, led a high-scoring offense in his last year at college. Um, he, that's the thing, though. <laughs> this is probably one of the worst worst picks at the start of the year. I said, watch out for Matty Ryan <laughs> at oh, the no. Colts. And, and he's been sacked seven games in, so... Now, hopefully, he's been, now he's been actually sacked. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, Alango can do a bit more there. I, I think this is going to be low scoring, mate, uh, just due to new quarterback for the Colts and Washington haven't been setting the world on fire. You could turn to the running back from Washington, Brian Robinson. He's starting to get going, a bit more confidence. He had 20 rush attempts last week, 73 yards. He's got a 55.5 rush line, so I might be taking that when I put stuff all together. And another one I like, I mentioned in most weeks, is Alec Pierce, 35 and a half receiving yards. is a low line for him. I'll be putting those two in a same gamer. Love it, mate. And I can't wait to copy that on Dabble. The Jonathan Taylor has been one of the most disappointing running backs. I think this happens a bit though. Last year, he was a bit slow to get going and then he exploded. And it was about this time. So you know what, right? I'm going to have a go at the Colts because I've got him in my futures. But I reckon he could explode. And it's no reason other than I just think he's he's due, you know. He, he just hasn't had that game. Like, I think week one, he had 31 rush attempts. He hasn't had more than 21 yet since because of the games and the way they've been going. So if they get going early and they can feed him the ball, I think you'll see – I think you might see Jonathan Taylor back to his best. He's only had one touchdown for the year. He's had – He's had, you know, he had week five and six off with that little injury. He had 58 yards last week, but he only had 10 attempts, right? They're playing from behind. So I reckon 72 and a half or whatever line they're given is just ridiculous. This is the guy that everyone took number one, maybe number two in all fantasy teams at the start of the year. So I'm calling out Jonathan Taylor and I'm saying enough's enough. Let's go. I'm on and I'm on. And I reckon the Colts will get up at home. And the reason they'll get up, exactly like Derrick Henry. It's the same formula. 100 yards in the tutty, they generally win. I'm looking forward to that one. Man, you were on the money last week. Let's remind everyone listening. Scary Terry. What do we say? We said that he loves linking up with a great man. What happens? First, second touchdown for the year. Goes to 73 yards, five catches. Bang. Cleaned up. Keep your eyes on him. As we know, he is one of the quarterback Henschke's favorites. Henneke, Heineke. How do you say his name, right? You know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, we got Taylor Heineke, mate. Heineke loves Terry. Righto, moving on. So we, did you tip the Colts? 
Colts, mate. Colts and Colts. Beautiful. New England, New England, New York Giants taking on Seattle Seahawks. This one's in Seattle. Six and one, the Giants are. Six and one. And Seattle, four and three. This is a big game for both teams because they can take the lead in their division. What's your tip, mate? It's very hard to tip against the six and one team. Seattle, Seattle look like they're going to lose Metcalf. It says that he's going to be treated as a game time decision. He went off on a, on a cart last week. So you've got to think he's going to be out. And you've got to think that maybe this is a Saquon Barkley lineup. I mean, it could be the running backs just going head to head. Kenneth Walker, hasn't he been good? What are you tipping and who, who's the players to watch, right? Mate, don't look into Metcalf going off on a cart. Uh, too closely because a couple of weeks ago he went off in a cart and all he needed to do was take a shit. So, <laughs> so I'll be, as you, I think you knew what I was going to say. So as I mentioned, the two New York teams are just waiting for one of them to slip up. Seattle have looked really good. I'm going to take Seattle. You mentioned earlier the next man up philosophy and that couldn't ring truer than Kenneth Walker. So Rashad Penny's gone down. He was the backup. And ever since then, 88 yards, 97 yards, 167 yards, four touchdowns in those three weeks. Watch out for Kenneth Walker. I'll be taking him to get over. Saquon Barkley's been outstanding. I'll take him rushing yards over, although I'm going to take Seattle to win. Seattle to win. Well, they don't get, they don't get beaten much there, do they? No. Um, this is a really tricky one. This is the one game I'm not really sure. I think I'm going to take Seattle as well. Uh, and if that's the case, our man, Kenneth Walker, I picked him up in um, in one of my three leagues and I spent a fortune on him, Rat, and it's, it's you know... It's paid off. When you spend all your fab, it's like, ah, oh, but I think it's going to pay off. He's a league winner. You take him in the first round if you, had to, if you redrafted at the moment. I like it. Any other prop bets? I think that's pretty much it. Saquon's one of those players. He just has a heap of work. 110 last game, no tutty. But I might, on my same game, multi. I might be looking at both the running backs here. This game could, uh, and we know the Seattle Seahawks generally get high-scoring games when they play. So this could be a pretty juicy one if you put both uh, Barkley and Walker in for any time. I agree. I agree, mate. I'll be doing that. Now, big game coming up. Big game. San Fran taking on... LA Rams at LA. SoFi Stadium, no Debo Samuel, but Christian McCaffrey, he's had a week and a half to study the game plan. They've come up with some plays. A lot of talk about him not getting used enough last week. Only the, only 28% game time, eight attempts, 38 yards, and a, and a couple catches for 24 yards. The Rams have not beaten... San Fran in the in the regular season. I think it's seven on the trot. I uh, that is, that's outrageous. That stat there, considering they won a Super Bowl. I know, and they beat him in that game. Just, um, mate, do you think enough's enough? Do you think the Rams win this? They've got no Debo, which takes out a lot of dramas on defense. It's quite simple. It's Ayuk, it's Kittle, and it's McCaffrey, and then you've got Henderson now. Acres is done got Cooper Cup, Robinson starting to show some life and he'd be on the offense. You know, defense, both teams are stacked. Who's your tip, mate? I'm going to have to take LA. This is just do or die for them. Not too convinced with San Fran still. I still reckon they're a bit clunky. I just really 
want to see the Rams win this division. And this is, I think this is a game they won't be able to get back throughout the season. So I'm going to take the Rams. And as you mentioned, we've spoken about the recipes of teams to win. Cooper Cup, about seven receptions and a Rams win. I like it. I'm actually going to stick with the with the Rams as well. They were, um, they're just, I think they're just, they've had the time to work it out. It's obviously, it would piss the coach off, but with no Debo Samuel, I think at home, this is theirs to win. And fun fact, last time they played, Cooper Cup had 122 yards. He had 14 receptions against San Fran. And I'm just looking back to last year as well, just to see if that was a fluke. Guess what? He had 122 yards and 11 receptions in week 10 of 2021. And he had 118 yards and a touchdown in week 18, 2021. This guy's pretty much averaging 120 yards receiving. So I think if we're going Rams, it's Cooper Cup, it's Henderson maybe for a tutty and Christian McCaffrey to get some work in the backfield. Right, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be a really good game to watch. High fantasy numbers, I'd imagine. What's the? What, do you have the game total there by any chance before I get into the last two games? Game total, don't have it. I'll get it up now, mate. Get it up now. I would suggest, I reckon 48 and a half. One second. They're generally defensive games, aren't they? Those big ones. But I just have a feeling that it's just going to open up with just two teams going head to head. In a- 42.5, the over under. It's a low total. It's a low one. I think you take the overs, don't you? Yes, it's not too many points for either team to score, mate. Three touchdowns each. I reckon I'll be taking the overs in that as well. I don't normally touch that market, but that feels a bit low. And it's a nice, beautiful day there in LA. So that's a bit weird. Now, that's the last of the 7.25 a.m., the late games. Now, there's a lot to talk about the last two. Green Bay Packers taking on Buffalo Bills at Buffalo. Oh, my. By, By the way, I've just had a notification come up on the sleeper app that Devontae Adams is listed as questionable due to a flu. He's feeling better, and now he's good to play. Sorry, Rat. I shouldn't have even read that out. I thought he was going to miss. Back to that one. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Green Bay are taking on Buffalo. It's prime time. Sunday night football in America there. Buffalo, five and one. Green Bay, three and four. I lost so much money last week. Could have, well, I didn't lose. I would have won a lot of money. Aaron Jones, I needed him for rushing yards, and he's had 20 fucking three. Like Jonesy and Aaron, give him the ball. I know you're from behind, but he makes magic happen. He had 53 receiving yards and two touchdowns. They're trying to find him the ball. This Packers offense is horrendous. I've had enough. Gutful. They're 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 blacklisted, mate. I'm not punting on them. I'm not dabbling on them. I'm not putting anyone in my fantasy. They are done. And I hope Josh Allen just smokes them because they are a rabble at the moment. And I think. <laughs> And I've had enough, and I've had a gutful, and I speak on behalf of everyone. They've had enough. And I've been listening to the old Pat McAfee shows, and I'm listening to him. And Aaron Rodgers, he he gets me every time. He sucks me back in, and I'll just keep betting them in. I'll keep putting them every week. I back them in, and they just let me down. So they're done. I'm turning all my attention to Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. What are your bets in this one, and who wins? Buffalo win, easy, I think. But one bet I will take at a low receiving yard line is Robbie Tonyan, 25.5. Only due to Rogers has come out and said, 
at some stage, these guys, these young fellas, these receivers that are stuffing up routes are going to have to be penalised. And that, that goes in seeing less reps on the field. I'm looking for him to go back to what he knows, people he can trust. So that's why at a low receiving line as well of 25 and a half, I'll take Tonya. He, he only needs two to three catches to to secure that. So I'll be taking Tonya receiving yards over, considering that I think they'll be down as well. Buffalo, Tonya, 30 yards you can get on double. I like that. They'll play from behind. He, he had 90 uh, yards and 10 receptions of the week, but he's pretty much been well, 36, 11, 37, 22, 23, 90, 32, 25. So the line's 25. And we know he's coming back from that serious knee injury and he's building. I like it, mate. I like it. His last two weeks, he's had his most uh, reps as well. And you don't think it's going to go up even more because they'll be on the field after Buffalo scored a touchdown quite quickly. I like it, mate. Anyone that you think is going to score a touchdown? You know, the one player I might bet on this week for another touchdown is Dawson Knox. I thought he uh, he got a couple of targets. He got one in week six against the Chiefs. They've had the bye. I just reckon Dawson, he was scoring a lot last year. I'll just get it up while we're talking. But yeah, he scored about what one, about 10 or 11 touchdowns. And he's only had the one this year. And we're now week eight, Green Bay, perfect matchup. I just think he might get get in there and score one, mate. But um, yeah, as I said to you. Aaron Jones, you're done. You're done. <laughs> Righto. The last game of the week. Monday night football, Tuesday, 11.15, Australian Eastern Standard Time. It looks like a little bit of rain. Cincinnati Bengals taking on Cleveland Browns. The Bengals are without our man, Jamar Chase, who's, I can't believe it, he's in your fantasy team. He's out with a hip, four to six. He's not even on our ass. It must be not too bad, but devastating. Joe Burrow, just slinging the ball around. He had 481 passing yards last week, and they he just didn't let up. It's 300 the week before. He This is an easy game, but now that Jamar Chase is out, it's a bit of a worry. Yeah, do, do, does, does it become a bit hard for them? Well, they're playing the Browns, who are two and five, and they've been giving up a lot. I think it's all about Boyd and Higgins here. This could be a really good play for Hurst as well, so fire them up. And Mixon, you've got to stay away from him. He just hasn't been consistent. He's only going, you know, he, he hardly gets over 60 yards now and he's only had the, the three touchdowns for the year. So a guy that's let me down a lot is Higgins lately. I'm going to get on him this week. I think he scores. I think he has a big week. Tyler Boyd got a lot of attention early last week, which was fantastic. And then, yeah, that's a lot for the Bengals. I like the Bengals. Now you tell me what's going to happen on the Brown side, right? You mentioned consistency, and one bloke who has been consistent is Nick Chubb. He has only rushed under 87 yards once, and that was for 56. So his rushing yards over is usually about 90 or so, so I'll be taking Nick Chubb rushing yards over. It's going to be interesting to see how the game game plays out, mate. As you mentioned, Mixon can't trust him, and I'm interested to see what you you do pick up with Higgins or Boyd. I, you're the Bengals man, whatever you chuck up there. On game day, I'll, I'll be copying because you usually uh, manage to pick a wide receiver there. I reckon the Bengals win. They're playing too well. Browns are just hanging on for Deshaun Watson to come back. So Bengals for mine. Like it, mate. And and they've been they have been building, haven't they? The the old hangover they were calling it a couple of weeks ago. They're four and three. They win this, they're five and three, and they're kind of cruising. Um Tough division, though. The Ravens are going all right, but they need to keep winning. 
Mate, that's a, it's a great week. I think our tips there are clearly the Bills the last two and, and, and the Bengals for both of us. I know Cleveland are at home there, but the only thing is it's a bit wet and that could suit Cleveland, mate, if they're, uh, it's a wet and Chubby gets the ball. I think that's a, you're, you're on the money there. I'll be taking Chubb and I'll be taking, I think, Higgins as me too to follow in that one. Now, mate, we'll put our bets on after this. We'll put them up on Dabble. For everyone out there again, I'm sure you've heard me say this, but hit the show notes, click the link, We'll take you straight to my profile. You'll see rats on mine as well, who I follow. Um, get involved. It's a great time of the year. But all our bets, we put summaries up. All you got to do is just press copy if you want to have a dabble. If you just want to have a look and support us and watch us, get around it. But we love dabble. Uh, they're doing great things. And obviously with Spring Carnival and everything going on, there's a lot, a lot of competition out there. But dabble, we find, is the best app, especially for sports and horse racing because you get to write descriptions and you can follow your mates who some of us, as we know, we've all got mates that are good at something and we find that we're right at NFL. So get around that. Uh, we've also got the Rick Sywear discount code ACES head online. If you need some sunnies at the spring carnival or you just need them because the sun's starting to shine 25% off and free express shipping. Use the discount code ACES. Might be 20%. I might be putting a little bit of mayonnaise on that one, Rat. But get online, grab some Rixies. We just dropped the new Soho and Marlin frames for all the ACES listeners. Rat, before I close out, what was your best bet again? And what was your prop bet of the week? Just one and one. Prop bet of the week? Yeah. Robbie Tonyan receiving yards over. Or on double, you can take 30 plus yards. Yep. And then... uh, the Detroit Lions, Miami Dolphins, better of the week, total points over, which was 51.5. Love it, mate. Love it. And my best bet of the week is Elijah Moore to go over 33 and a half receiving yards. He will eat more than them, even if he just gets 50, but he should be getting a good spread of the ball with the main man um, in, uh, in Corey Davis out. So look for him. And the other one is, I think it's going to be a Higgins touchdown. I think he's due. That'll be the last week, last game of the week. But we'll be putting up all our, uh, as I said, all our little bets on Dabble. And hopefully we get another monster, rat. We need another monster because uh, it's been an expensive weekend. Could not get near a winner yesterday at Derby, <laughs> mate, mate. So, uh, no, nah, it's been great. Mate, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been great. And um, let's hope that all those prop bets and all our tips get up. Let's ride. Let's ride.